Yes, hello from the Sonic Shed. It's great to be here. Yeah, so uh, tonight we're starting off with a piece from uh, Phosphines, who is Dave Bessel, together with Bacchus Syros, who are both on the Ian Body's DIN label, and they've collaborated to make this album uh, recently. Yeah, I know Dave uh, Bessel from um, Node. Yeah. Yeah. And they're using Macbeth, Synth, Minimoog, the Mona... Andromeda, Alesis, so lots of uh, great equipment here. And some uh, uh, Deep Mind 12 as well, which is pretty wow. good. And Bacchus has got like Eurorax and uh, Surge modulars, as well as a few. Uh, it's quite nice uh, to mix stuff up now with modulars and, and keyboard synths and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's no, no rules about what no, you put together, is it? Shouldn't be rules, really, should there? So, this is a dream creator by Osphenes.
shortwave soundtracks, the phosphines. Oh, I really like that. It's good. Very dreamy. Uh, Sent me off. I mean, they're deliberately doing John Carpenter-esque synthwave stuff. Yeah, that's great. Really good life. I like that. So we're straight on to your continuing series of um, Mother Earth's Pantasia. Yeah, this is the last track of the album. Uh, tribute to Plant Kind. And um, thankfully, never actually included a track as a tribute to Grass, which is my mortal enemy at the moment, the last week. And uh, and I wouldn't have played it if you had. But this last track is, is um, yeah, music to soothe uh, the savage snake plant. Oh, the snake plant? It's a plant that resembles a snake.
nice. You can yeah. imagine the uh, snake plant writhing about there in the grass. It was uh, definitely soothing, wasn't it? It was very soothing. Yeah. yeah. I always think that it's the album is is a sort of got its, its sort of contemporary version with the Polypores album. In, yes, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's in that vein, isn't it? Yeah, it's along that way. It's done a sort of modern version. And there's a it? surprising number. I was looking the other day of pieces of electronic music. They're all seem to be linked with plants. Mm. Well, yeah, I kept coming across tracks the other day when I was doing a bit of research, and there's a lot actually. Well, uh, I suppose it's, a, it's an inspiration, isn't it? Isn't it? Nature, anyway. So that's where it comes from. I think most people that are into synths and, and uh, electronic music, they they do care about the world. Oh yeah, they care about um, the earth and everyone's well-being. Yeah. And uh, I just saw recent. I just saw this week the um, Super Booth. Announced they're uh, selling their tickets for this year. Oh yeah, they're sort of promoting world peace um, and all good things, and expecting uh, synth people to uh, to be into that. So yeah, oh, yeah, I think it goes without saying. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good message. It is indeed. So next we have the digital early digital world of Laurie Spiegel. Yeah, Laurie Spiegel, uh, a synth pioneer she is, and. Uh, this is uh, this is an album from '91, uh, Two Archetypes, Hall of Mirrors, mm. and uh, yeah, she uh, famous for performance performances on um, with the RCA um, synthesizer, which is very big with a very big digital system. Yeah, and she uses some of the she used some of the fir- very first digital synths. As well, yeah, uh, and this one's uh, there again, sort of got a got a sort of environmental theme, I think, or a you know a, um, a nature theme in it from unseen worlds because I think it's all about the the life you don't see. Right, and it's based on that sort of concept of um, microscopic life and things. Okay. Mm. Called uh, two archetypes. Two oh. archetypes. Yeah. All of mirrors. All of mirrors.
on those notes. Just Quite like cathedral-like, wasn't it? In a way that had that sort of yeah, like an endless echo in the cathedral, like quite yeah. organ-like when they uh, when the tones building. Yeah, I know she uses. I'm sure it was done on that one, but I think it was called something like the digital concert thing or something like that. And it, it had like banks of oscillators that you could build up in like crescendo of sound, you know, digital oscillators. I think mm. that's probably what it was done with. Yeah, lovely sound. Yeah, quite spooky as well. It's like yeah, being yeah. in a in a sort of fairground, stuck in the hall of mirrors, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, had that yeah, yeah. Atmosphere. Yeah, it's lovely. Oh, I've got a piece of OMD next. Yeah, yeah. I was oh. listening to um, Paul Humphreys was uh, a guest on the uh, Martin Ware podcast oh, last week. Oh, right. It's interesting to have him rather. Than, you know, obviously, Andy McCluskey doesn't. Look yeah, you think? Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah he was a. Yeah. I was quite surprised that he was the um, he's the techie guy, and yeah, that's how he could describe himself. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, t- he says Andy's is is the more conceptual artist type. Yeah, but you need the two together, otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah, you need someone yeah. to understand the technology. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember Andy McCluskey saying they they went to see uh, Craftwork when they were playing oh, yeah. in yeah. Liverpool, and after that he said. Dump your guitars, lads. We're going over since because yeah. that's the future. Well, we played we played electricity before, and it's their version yeah. of radioactivity, isn't it? It basically? is, yeah. They're the, they're, the, they're the British craft work. <laughs> you talked about the um, this album. The uh, a friend of theirs was recording a choir. He had like a lot of time left over in the session. He was still playing the choir, so he yeah. made them record a note uh, in the scale. Asked Andy McCluskey, oh uh, no, asked uh, Paul Humphreys to um, make it into an instrument. And he, but, uh, anyway, he made he made an instrument for me. Very ethereal sort of sound, isn't it? And he, basically, that album, what we were going to play, made of Orleans. Mm. That whole album was based on long on those uh, that chance happening of getting over those choir sounds. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, made of Orleans.
really pushed the boundaries of pop music at the time, didn't they? They really <laughs> did, yeah. And I, I, the Mellotron's a lovely instrument, isn't it? When yeah. You played as a lead instrument like that. It's lovely, isn't it? Not great to carry around, though. No, no. Touring. And, and it was quite a flimsy instrument, because a lot of it was chipboard. So it used to fall apart. Oh, yeah. But every note had its own playhead and own tape, wasn't it? So it was like like so heavy. Such mechanically complicated, but the sound from it with that sort of wow and flutter you get. Yeah. It's lovely. I really love it. I don't know if it was was them or someone else said that they were playing in France and the the, um, electricity voltage was different, so the the tuning was different. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that story and I can't think who said that. That might have been someone like Rick Wakeman or someone like that. Because he used the Mellotrons and it probably sounds like something he'd say. Yeah. <laughs> so we got one of the. Well, it's not. It's not. It's a re- more recent Tangerine Dream. It one, is. It? This is a 2007 Tangerine Dream live concert. Mm. This is from um, the Art Opera, Frankfurt. And uh, I don't know much about the lineup from 2007, but mm. um, I think Klaus Schultz was with them still then. Yeah, but a few people had replaced the others. So um, Peter Bauman, I think, had been pre- replaced by them. But so yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to look that one up. But it's still got that, you know, sound of the tangs there. Still, really the t- they're keeping the tradition going. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the DNA's in there. So this is a one night in space.
sequence. That, wasn't it? Yeah, I love that. I did, I did detect a little bit of like slap bass sound in there, which was do a bit, which was a slight a difference, wasn't there? It was slightly maybe it was changing. A, yeah, maybe it was a um, FM synth. Yeah, could give, have been. Give me the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. But they always used guitar. I mean, you know, in their early stuff, they played a lot of guitar yeah. and bass guitar. A lot oh. of the some of those bass. What you take to be um, bass signals would actually. I think it was Klaus Schulz playing on a on a bass guitar. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah. So um, got a piece from the Inbody's Din label, well, the Tone Science uh, offshoot label, the module number five, Integers and Quotients. And this time I've chosen a track by Maths, who is Matthew Hodson, who's a regular on Nick Bats' Sonic Talk weekly tech electronic news video cast, which uh, I think everyone watches that. Everyone agrees that's the, that's the best one, really, isn't it? Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never miss yeah. that one. So anyway, this is um, a piece by Maths called Delusion.
Sound that, yeah, yeah. Very, always quite dark and yeah, and, um, moody and distorted. It usually quite, does quite fierce stuff, yeah, it's quite very chilled for him, yeah. What yeah. I've heard, lovely, yeah, really like good. Really well, sticking with sort of like the modular, mod- live modular, I thought I'd play a little snippet from Scanner's uh, Super Booth performance from last year that was just right down, that's right at the beginning of the lockdown. And that was brilliant, wasn't it? I love yeah, that. I did there a sort of like an online version worked well, online performances and, and Special uh, treat, events. really wasn't it that yeah it was yeah. real it was it was such a brilliant thing to watch and obviously everyone's uh, concerts and that were cancelled scanner was amongst many that uh, suddenly saw their income go to zero yeah yeah he's actually doing a concert this sunday and it's a you can go onto it by bandcamp i think it's about five pound to go on oh, it oh i didn't know that yeah oh, go for that one so there's a little snippet from that great concert it's about it's about uh, half an hour long but yeah. uh, here's a little snippet towards the end which I really like Thank you. 
the section from uh, Scanner's super booth performance from last year, all totally improvised. He didn't oh, have anything That's planned. what I like. It's all impro- improvised and, yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, to catch that concert, it's on the 20th of June, 7pm GMT, oh, on cool. uh, on Bandcamp. Oh, got to go for that. Well, I've got a, se- a section of a piece, an improvised piece I did um, recently for the Estuary Festival, and I got, got a little mobile Eurorack setup, a little battery, and got my field recorder, and I went down to Recolver Beach with a filmmaker and a dancer, and we improvised in the landscape. Yeah. It was quite exciting. Well, it's been... quite inspiring, isn't it? Yeah, that's really brilliant. And um, that was broadcast live over four weekends uh, for the yeah for the Estuary Festival. Um, there was t- uh, three other artists, field recording artists involved with the... Um, with this particular piece, Confluence, it's called, and they're going to actually release a double cassette from an edit from the whole thing, so that'll be coming out soon. Oh, great. Anyway, this is a, yeah, this, this is a piece from week three, uh, where they use sort of combined field recordings and, uh, and some modular synths, live from Recolver Beach.
editing on the fly with that? It was all live, right. filmed live from the microphone on the Zoom recorder, then oh, processed right. through the modular that setup I had, and ah. a little tone as well, a little uh, oscillator. It's really good that. Responding oh, to it, yeah. Yeah. So popping over to survive next. Yeah, Survive, an American band. Um, one of their members, Cole Dixon, famous for uh, Strangest Things thing. Uh, Michael Stein, Adam Jones and uh, Mark Donica. Uh, about 2009 they formed. But um, this, um, yeah, this is from 2016, this track. It's called Shunting Yard, which I thought, oh, is it something to do with trains? But... Um, no, apparently Shunting Yard is a, a computer algorithm oh. for um, passing uh, ex- mathematical expressions specified in infix notation, which I wouldn't have guessed. But no. I'll look there, I'm <laughs> so It's a computer term. Uh, okay. But this one's from an album called uh, MNQ02. Okay. I've got all that, I've got all that. you got all that? Written it all down. Good. So listen then. Let's go. Thank you. 
dreamy, that one, Zilla. Oh, I like that. Yeah, nice phases. Phasing on there. Yeah. So we're going to start, we're going to start motoring on towards the end of the show now with a, a few bangers. Yeah, this is from Helen Marnie, who's a member of Ladytron. And Ladytron took a break in their recording. And uh, she's a vocalist and keyboardist and synthesist uh, with, with them. And she did her first solo album then, which is called uh, Crystal World, and this is Sugarland, which I like. I like all the Lady Trons and, and, and Marnie's stuff. She, she performs mm. under the name of Marnie. Right. And uh, yeah, this is this is um, yeah Sugarland, which is uh, a nice, uh, interesting use of. Uh, I think she uses a lot of cork. Yeah. Producers uh, on the album was Alessandro Cortini as well. Oh, right. I know it's recorded in Iceland. Nice. Not a shop. So uh, I found a, a Lego belt track that I like. I mean, I've not really listened to him at all. Um, no, he's been around since the either. 90s and he's doing, been doing great sort of techno funk for, uh, for that long. He's a uh, Dutch Dutch uh, chap Danny Wolfers. So I've listened to his wow. Pancakes in the Mist album. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was a great lovely, title. Lovely title. I love titles like that. I listened through to it and I, this 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 track 
Adel Weiss, Rheingold, stuck out to me because I particularly like the uh, synthy drum sounds. Mm. So let's carry on our motoring. Yeah, banger ending. <laughs> Motor bang section with Lego Welt or Lego Belt. out last year oh, I like that I, that sounded sort of like a I like that sound like an electric harpsichord yeah yeah nice sound there. I like generally the sound it sounds like it's done on the four track got that sort of roughness yeah got a little bit <laughs> of a yeah 
Yeah, a home demo home vibe. Yeah, I like that. So we're into the last track of the evening from uh, Roy Scott. Yeah, Roy Scott. Roy Sop. Roy Sop, yeah. Roy Sop, I know him. Roy Sop, yeah. Yeah, Roy Sop. And uh, yeah, Norwegian band. And uh, this is um, The Girl and the Robot from the album Junior. Mm -hmm. And the vocalist on it is Robin, who's a solo singer as well, Swedish singer. She she does a lot of their vocals. Uh, They do have a lot of sort of. Um, guests on their on their albums, and uh, she often sings uh, um, lead. Yeah. So yeah, this is a yeah, yeah, bit of a bit of a banger for the ending, and uh, uh, the girl and the robot. Shed. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> me out. Just hand driving and got tired. <laughs> right then. Well, thanks very much for listening again. Yes. Uh, join us on the Facebook page and the yeah. Twitter as well. Yeah, joining the the, uh, the chat. Comes to all electronauts. Great. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more investigations yeah. in the electronic world. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps some plant-based stuff again. Yes. Oh, we can't avoid it, can we? No. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.